Hey ladies, welcome to Worth Above Ruby's podcast, War Zone, where women come together to have real conversations about real life, real issues, and what God says about us. We are stronger together than apart, and as we face common issues around us, we hope this podcast will make you feel strong, united, and most of all, empowered. Let's zone in. Hey guys, welcome back to Being in the Zone. It's episode four. It's your girl Lisa and Manuela. And we are talking about identity today. Yes. So, who are you? That's like a major question. Mm-hmm. How do we even begin to who are answer you? that? Lisa. Okay. <laughs> and what else goes into that question, though, I guess? Um, who am I? I think it's just everything that makes up who you are, right? So, mm-hmm. who am I? I'm a sister. I'm a friend. Um, it could be like your occupation. Yeah. But then if we dig deeper, like, how would someone answer that question? I guess it just depends on how you define yourself, like you were saying, mm-hmm. um, because some people might answer it with, like the first things I think about when somebody asks me who am I, I think about my name, of course, right. ethnicity, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I do, my religion, mm-hmm. and you know those top three fun things, fun facts okay. about you, like the icebreaker. <laughs> yes, yes, you I top three things. Yes, that yes. Make you your you. favorite color. Mm-hmm. What you like? I don't know. Your favorite season, like little things like that. That's yeah. what kind of comes under there. So your top three things are your name, where you're from, your like your occupation, and then yeah, religion. Religion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm trying to think what mine are. I don't, my name, I think occupation. That's about it. Occupation. That's yeah. it. Because. I don't know. I don't think about it like that way. If somebody was to say to me like, "Who am I?" Mm-hmm. Um, then I feel like I'd be like, "Well, I'm just a fun-loving, caring individual." Okay, I feel Super like those like, are things we wrote like in elementary school. Yeah, you know but, what I mean, like the description mm-hmm. of, I guess, our characteristics. Mm-hmm. But that's just okay. Yeah, because obviously things change, though. Yes, right. So yes. you're not the same person as you were a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So right. if someone was to ask you then who you were then, of course that would be completely different than what it is now. Yeah, very true. So I feel like if my characteristics remain the same, then you know, I'm just you know Manuela. <laughs> I'm chill, you know, mellow, fun. Do you think that people's like identity comes from what others have to say about them versus what they say mm. about themselves? Uh, I think a huge part. Okay. For some people. Yeah. I would be wrong to like just generalize for everybody, mm-hmm, but for, mm-hmm. definitely for some people. Cause like, let's say people who grow up in like households, let's say like somebody's just like, oh yeah, you're just so organized and oh, you're so messy. Mm. Um, or you're disorganized or you don't care. You probably take those things on like, oh, well they've been telling me this for a minute. So like, I, right. that's who I am. It's interesting though, because like people will always have different opinions of you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how much of that do you own? You know, Mm -hmm. like what, like, where do you draw the line or the boundary to say, okay, that's great that they have this perception, but is that really who I am? Or was it just based on that circumstance? Like, you know what I mean? Where do you draw the line? Yeah, that's a tough question only because part of it. So you believe what you believe is true for you. Mm -hmm. So if the perception that someone has for you is negative, Mm -hmm. right, it's your choice whether or not you want to accept that. Right. Um, But if it's positive and that's something something that you want to identify with, then you can definitely accept that too. Yeah. But then I think it also takes a strong person to 
take that negative and say, you know, that's what you see, but that's not who I am. Right. And then, like, flip it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree. I mean, everybody's going to have their opinion. Everybody mm-hmm. got one. Mm-hmm. And you really got to work hard to, like, not get sucked up into that because it can really, like, again, if you're not a strong person, you can really yeah. shatter your identity or what you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. But then that makes me question, well, did you know who you were to begin yeah. with if you're so easily influenced by what other people say about mm-hmm. you? So I think for some people, that's a huge piece. But again, you have to just say, okay, they thought this about me because of that one event right. or situation, right. but that's not all of me. Mm-hmm. There's more to the table. So then in that situation, though, let's say that person is in a scenario where they somebody has said something or has identified them or pegged them as someone that who, who they don't believe they are. Mm-hmm. How does someone then begin to identify themselves or like set themselves apart from that, you know, label in a sense? That's tough because I feel like it gets tricky from are you doing that to please mm-hmm. or get approval from someone else mm-hmm. based off of what they think of you or mm-hmm. are you just trying to, I don't know, like it would it even be genuine if you're like working to set yourself apart so that this person erases whatever they think of you mm-hmm. when they just might think whatever regardless of what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so I'm going to play devil's advocate yes, here. Yes, yes. Um, Someone comes up to you and says, well, you are nasty. You're so nasty, so rude. <laughs> right? And they're just, and you're like, no, that's not me. That's not who I am. Um, but that's what they've seen. That's what they've encountered when they've been around you. But that's not who you identify as, right? Um, so now, granted, yes, that's what they've seen. You changing your behavior doesn't mean that you're pleasing them. Maybe you have had some nasty and rude moments, right? Yeah. It takes some introspection to be like, oh, you know, I might have been rude. I might have been nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they might be right. But you doing that doesn't mean that you're doing them for, doing it for them, though. It's just... Maybe, right, you know, let me take a moment to like, I'd like self Let me be mindful yeah. of how, okay, how my behaviors might be portrayed by others. Right, because okay. if that was the case, then, and somebody's always going to have an opinion that counters ours about sure. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we always look at it as, you know, that's what they think and I'm not going to change because of that's what, that's what they think, then we're probably going to be at a disadvantage because what about, you know, if our friends say, hey, you know, you haven't been the best or if somebody, if our parent is like, you know, you you really need to work on this because you haven't been, you know, mm. like that. And if we mm-hmm. took it as a, as a negative, then that's putting us at a disadvantage. Yeah. So yeah. I think about it that way. No, that's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point. I mean, it just, I guess it depends on everybody has their mm-hmm. own definition and it depends on what people I just want to do with with whatever information they have mm-hmm. from the outside world, mm-hmm. but just very interesting. Yeah, I have a question for you. Yes. Do you feel like you are secure in your identity? I do feel like I'm secure. Okay, how did you get there? I got there mostly through my faith, mm-hmm. but also through positive friendships and okay. mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, because family-wise, you know, I really came from a broken family, so my identity was very cracked okay. and very broken. Um, just not getting a lot of the validation and, you know, like mm-hmm. the affirmation and things like that. So being in a safe environment like the church, yeah. <laughs> not to sound all holy, but mm-hmm. being in the, 
the body of Christ and also being around positive, you know, friends who, yes, point out maybe negative things that Mm -hmm. I can work on, Mm -hmm. but also embrace the positive things that I kind of sold myself short on really helped me become more secure. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like I've accepted certain things that, okay, work in progress. Yeah. But then I'm like, but these are really great qualities that Mm -hmm. I'm just going to try to amp up as much as I can Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get tainted or you know what I mean so I would say those are my top two things that help me so your church and your friendships yeah have helped you like identify like be strong in your identity mainly and mentorship yes yes okay those support systems what about you um I think I was able to walk into like who I am as a person when I left for college Mm. um because it was so much so of like you know I'm doing things because I'm at home Mm -hmm. I'm doing things because I'm required to do these things my mom wants me to you know do this or you know all these rules and regulations um when I left for college and it was just like, okay, well, what, what, what are you about to do? You know, are right. you going to get up on Sunday and go to church? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the thing that you've been doing for years. Is this what you're going to do when you're, you know, when you're over there? Um, I didn't grow up like listening to secular music. I didn't mm-hmm. grow up, you know, watching just anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, you're in college. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all types of people, all mm-hmm. types of, of different things. So it was more so me like, okay, so man, what are you going to choose to do that, that, means like identifies with who you are Mm -hmm. um so it took a lot of like introspection and then also Mm. i was a lot it was like not like test driving Um, not to sound (laughs) crazy but (laughs) but not like test driving but like testing things like okay is this a thing for me right you know and if it was a no it's a hard no Mm -hmm. um if it's a yes it's something i want to keep doing then definitely um so i think those four years of college were like the moment which is like the aha moment okay well this is who you are Mm um see i feel like i missed that because mm -hmm. i didn't go away for school okay and no of course like you can still find who you are know Mm -hmm. who you are by staying at home but i feel like i didn't really get to know myself more until i moved for grad school okay out of outside of that yes yes i think a lot of people have that that, that experience when they're away from what they've been for so long. Yes. Because yes. imagine, <laughs> like, you grow up, there are people who grow up and they're surrounded by the same things, the same mm-hmm. people. They don't experience anything outside of that. So, of course, your identity is now set in stone in this box. Right. Right. So, anything outside of that is like, oh man. The unknown. I can't, you know. Right. What do you What do you mean go to your Beyonce concert? <laughs> what do you mean, Lemonade? What? <laughs> you can't listen to that secular song. I know. You oh, know, but God. it's like, well, no. It's Beyonce. (laughs) Listen to her. Oh my God. But you know, just just those little little things where, you know, you don't even realize how impacted you are by your environment Mm -hmm. until you're outside of it, until you're told to stand alone or you're pushed to stand alone. Mm. And you're just like, okay, so what's gonna make me like be me? Right. So I I think college was like the best four years of like the whole identity process for me. Yeah. Mm I mean, definitely getting out of your comfort zone, yeah. trying new things, yes. trying to see if you like it, if you don't like it, mm-hmm. if you're comfortable, if you're not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And for me, like getting out of my comfort zone took me some time because I'm naturally a shy, introverted person. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of like, you know, once I found a safe place, I would just stay there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so if I found like two, three friends, I would just stay there. Mm-hmm. And then when you're younger, people call that like a click, but it was just a safe place. You get what I'm saying? So to like make, make, <laughs> it's, no, a no, no. It, it's a click, it's, it's a, a click, click, but like, it's not to be like mean girls. Yeah, 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 like yeah, you yeah. can't sit it's with a us, safe place for you. but it was just a safe place. So mm-hmm. anything outside of that was like, 
can I trust you? Do I know you? Who right, are you? Right. right? Because I didn't know. So it took me some time to grow and to kind of like expand myself to yeah. different people mm-hmm. that thought differently mm-hmm. and different things. And living by myself was huge in that because mm-hmm. it was like, well, at the end of the day, boo, all you got is you. So Basically. you better get used to you. Like yeah. go to the store, go eat by yourself, be mm-hmm. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. What sense do you like? Do mm-hmm. you like flowery scents because your friends like it? Or do you really like it? Like I yeah. really, I sound crazy, but little things. I had to, ask myself those little things because I needed to separate myself apart from church, apart from family, apart Mm -hmm. from friends, apart Mm -hmm. from a relationship. Like, who is Lisa when all that is stripped away? Yeah. Yeah. That's really good because, I mean, even still, it happens so much so in our study, whether we know it or not, um, through social media. Yes. So, if everybody around you has the new teddy coat that everybody has, you know... You feel the need to go out and get yeah, one. I gotta keep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something as small as that can definitely, you know, affect the way you see yourself. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who definitely go out there and just front for social media. Yeah. Um, you're just going through Instagram. Everybody's is living their absolute best lives. Nobody's going to see the negativity. Nobody nope. see anything like that. So now imagine if your identity is based solely on your likes, you know, solely on your comments. Mm-hmm. So solely on, well, you, you saw my story, but you didn't comment, you know, mm-hmm. little things like that. Like yeah. so, something super, super small mm-hmm. that it can easily fade away. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I try my best to right now. Lately, I've just been trying my best not to rely so much on anything like that. Because mm. it's at, at the end of the day, look, you're not gonna show me yourself crying, mm-hmm. right? You're not gonna Dang. show me, you know. For example, you people in relationships, you post your relationship, boo vacation, vacations. You uh-huh. know, you hold the, you do the whole, you do the whole Wizard Kelly, so we don't see the face because you know can't have oh, anybody in the DMs. But they do that yeah, though. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, because I agree with you. They do it. Where it's just the hands or yes, the feet. Just the hand but or the where's feet? his face? Does he exist? <laughs> um. So then, then when y'all break up, what's well, well, this? You gotta let me know what's going on because I like to not comment it. But you know, so what? I feel like I'm invested. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, how are you just gonna share your ups and then when your downs happen, you you know, I'm not saying that you have to, but it's like imagine mm-hmm. that being the thing the where you're only... seeking validation outside. Yeah. You know, of you yourself and that up. happens. That is so. <laughs> so I'm like, look, if y'all gonna break up, let me know. Yeah. Send me a little letter. Okay, we broke up because thank so you for liking the photos. Were you ever at a point where you kind of got caught up with like the likes or the number of likes you would get mm-hmm. or comments? I think for like two months. Okay. There was a moment that I was just like, oh my God. When you clear your first hundred, let's be real. When you clear your first hundred. When you get that first hundred, you know you must be oh, popping listen, just a little. Who's going to stop me? I'm like, what? What's my next pose going to yes. be? Yes. When you clear your first hundred and you're yes. like, okay, yes. we've done this before. We can do it again. again. All right, guys. You you know, you you do yep. everything to make sure that your next post is your best it's post. It's just as much. So we clear that next mm-hmm. hundred. And then, like, for two months, I was just like, this is... Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yep. <laughs> because this is dumb. Yep. Um, and I'm just like, you know, this is so stupid. Instagram for me now is like, you know, you just share and you keep going. Like, mm-hmm. there's no point in me seeking out. Like, I don't even have notifications on. I don't do any of that. I just yeah. really, if I'm if I'm posting, great. If I'm not, even better. You know. Mm-hmm. So for two months, I was definitely like, okay. 
I need to post at around 1 p.m. or 12.30 because everybody's on their lunch break. Mm-hmm. And when they're on the lunch break, they're They'll scrolling through it. their phones and have to mm-hmm. double tap. Right. And I need to make sure that, the co- you know, the caption is catchy. Right. You know. Because it's 2019. Cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a little creative. All of that was there. And I was just like, this is so dumb. When you when I saw how much energy I was spending, I was like, this is so stupid. Mentally, yeah. yes. It's, it, a it, it's, it's a drain. Yeah. Because I remember, you know, like launching Worth of Rubies or the mm-hmm. soft launch we did in June and then mm-hmm. trying to get like this the social media numbers up, especially for our page, mm-hmm. because it's a new organization. Mm-hmm. It's a fresh idea. How do we do this? Well, you have to be more present and more active. So I got caught up like, okay, why were there 10 likes on that picture? But then there's only five on this picture. Like, did I say something wrong in the caption? Mm -hmm. Should we switch this up? Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you're talking about, the thing is you're talking about the organization. You're you're passionate. Like, this is what you want to do. But not everybody's going to scroll through the stories to listen to that. Mm -hmm. Not because they don't care. Not Mm -hmm. because they're not interested. Or Mm -hmm. it might be that too. But that's just the nature of social media. People flip through. People skip. And it's not personal. Mm -hmm. So, for a little bit I was just like I'm spending all this energy talking great. about this and that. You better listen through all my stories. Listen to me. You know, yeah. because war was my, a part, a huge part of my identity because yeah. it was new mm-hmm. and it was like, I have to give birth to this. Mm-hmm. So this is all I'm about right now. Yeah. Don't have room for nothing else. So it consumed like my mind. When did it change for you then? Has it changed? It has changed. Okay. And I think, I'm trying to remember the moment where that took a turn. I think maybe after the launch. Okay. Because it was like, you did this. <laughs> you did this whether mm-hmm. you had, it changed, yes, now I'm remembering. It okay. changed <laughs> uh, literally when I was like having a lot of anxiety around mm-hmm. the number of tickets I was gonna sell. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to someone that does like events all the time, like woman empowerment stuff. Mm -hmm. And she was like, it is normal to feel anxious two weeks before your event because people won't start buying tickets until a couple days before. A few hours. A few hours. The day of. (laughs) The day of. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So she made me, you know, she normalized that for me and made me feel like you're not alone. Mm -hmm. So don't get caught up in that. Do your part that only you can do and let God do the rest because then you're just depending on yourself. You're just depending on social media. Mm -hmm. You're just, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was that moment for me and then seeing how it all turned out great Mm -hmm. even with just 30 women right. like that's amazing yeah so why do i need to be caught up or like validate what war is about because of who chooses to like a picture that right. day yeah and you know even in that like the idea that who it's for would they will be attracted to it either mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. so it's like likes or not some people don't even like photos anymore they just scroll but you know right it's like reading a headline you just mm-hmm. read and you keep going you don't read the full story yeah so people will be attracted to it whether they like the picture or not mm-hmm. it will speak to their souls whether they mm-hmm. like the picture or commented or not right so that was probably that I could see that being like a yeah a stressful moment it was very stressful <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine so what do you think is like so we talked about who we are, right? So mm-hmm. what do you think now is something that is part of your identity, but you feel that you need to work on? Hmm. That's an interesting one. What do I feel like is a part of my identity that I need to work on? Mm-hmm. It's a part of who you are. You want to either enhance it, delete it, you know, like it's a part of who you are right now. Um... 
Well, I'll, you know, I'll definitely keep it real and be transparent that I am, I would say I'm a very feely, touchy person. So I make a lot of decisions based on how I feel. Okay. So that is an area I'm still working on, mm-hmm. you know, and people have labeled me as, you know, super emotional or super sensitive. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just always seems to have a negative connotation to me. So mm-hmm. I would just not like people who said that. <laughs> It's like, okay, you not on my top list. (laughs) But it's something that I've kind of embraced because I actually am attracted to people that are opposite of me Mm -hmm. who might need to soften up a little bit. So what Lisa's saying is that (laughs) she is extremely touchy-feely. And then you are the... Complete opposite. She is the opposite. But you see how we're flowing on this mic together. So I've just learned that, you know, this is a part of me. I can't Mm -hmm. hate that piece of me, but I can control it. Mm -hmm. And I can, you know, put boundaries in place, even still being an emotional, mm-hmm. more sensitive person. And just because I'm sensitive, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. I'm also yeah. sensitive to how other people feel yeah. and how other people think and mm-hmm. what their thoughts are, whereas some people just do not care mm-hmm. about... <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so, everybody has their role, yeah. and I'm just on the softer side. But okay. if you do piss me off, there is another side. Okay. <laughs> so It just pops out. It just pops out. Okay. But, yeah, so I've worked on that, and Mm -hmm. it's still, you know, work in progress. You never reach an arrival point. Um, But I would say that's one area. What about you? Um, Which, uh, mine is, I guess, the the opposite of yours. Mm -hmm. I'm very mellow and nonchalant in a sense. Um, But, like, I'm observant. I care. I love. All of that is great. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't exert myself emotionally. Mm because people are tiring. Okay, expand. Okay. <laughs> it's just like the idea cuz you know, I've been I've been the person who has put their all into a friendship mm. and been there for people and at the mm. end of the day you're like, okay, for what? Mm-hmm. Um, granted, yes, some people do definitely benefit from that. I do have friends that I'm like, "Hey, I'm here for you if you need." I also have friends that I'm like, "Hey, sis, you're going through that. That's great." Let me know when you're done. <laughs> I'm gonna still be right here because mm-hmm. I can't do that right now. So mm-hmm. in my, you know, mellowness and being nonchalant, I'm also like very um like my boundaries are like very much so set. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but I do feel like I need to work on being a little more gentle. <clears throat> oh say it again. Wait, what? Mr. Micah? Did I stutter? Okay, no. Sorry. Okay. I misheard. Um I just <laughs> you know need to work on being a little more gentle. Granted, I'm okay. a gentle soul, but yeah. my delivery and my tone, sometimes people are like, is she did she just come for me? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I think I need to work on being a little more gentle. Mm-hmm. Um my identity is I'm just a very like strong, mm-hmm. you know, calm, cool, collected, um kind of person. It's kind of hard to tell like if I'm like super excited, but like if I did deliver a message if I'm talking to somebody how to to be very much so gentle okay so that's something I'm working on you know we're all a work in progress who knows Jesus may be coming back before we get there (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we're working but we're working but we're working that's 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 interesting because it's weird because it's like even though I can identify the more gentle emotional piece my delivery too is an area I need to work on Mm -hmm. because 
I grew up in a home that was like we used our words for everything. Okay. So like my words will come out very sharp mm-hmm. and it's not it sometimes it's well what's the phrase that people would tell me giving like positive feedback or constructive feedback they'll say it's not what you're saying it's your how yeah, yeah. my how mm-hmm. it's like god you know when you yeah, do it because yeah, yeah. you're not thinking like man i'm just gonna say it like this because i just mm-hmm. want to irritate blah 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 mm-hmm. it's just a part of you because yeah. of your environment so when i say it and people that are like blah 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 and like that mm-hmm. i'm kind of like well, what did I do? <laughs> you asked, I answered. Like, that's just more. me. That's right. who I yeah. am. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where it's like, well, why do I have to change who I am if that's who I am oh. for you to yeah. feel comfortable with what I said when mm. I said what I, I said? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So nasty. So rude. However, <laughs> however, you know, the Lord delivers. <laughs> yes, he does. And... Yeah, that came from other places. So my how is a work in progress, yeah. learning how to frame things a certain way, mm-hmm. but still get the same point across. Mm-hmm. Boundaries are important, like yeah. you mentioned. Even if you're emotional or even if you're not emotional, mm-hmm. you still have boundaries to who you allow in that space. Yeah. What you give people might look different from yeah. A and B. Mm-hmm. So I was talking with some friends and we were just talking about like, granted, just just like how you said, um, it's your how. And one of the things that I try to get people to understand on my end is, yes, it's definitely your how. But the way it's interpreted is not yours. True. Right. So your how can be raw, uncut. Mm. because you're just speaking from the heart. Let's just say that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we want to speak to each other in love, but there are moments we're not all perfect. Like mm-hmm. some some days, I'm just gonna come come out come right out and say it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna move on. But the way in which you interpret it, I could have an impact on it by the way I deliver it. But mm-hmm. the way you go home and chew on it and interpret and it think about has it. everything to do with you. That's true. So you know when we're talking about identity, it's like how am I? For example, it's like me saying. You say your hair is cute today, mm-hmm. right? You can see it. Well, my hair was cute last time, <laughs> but she didn't say nothing. You know, yeah, right? And that's your that's your you interpreting it that way. What about your identity is causing you to have that framework that is yeah. negative, right? Um, where you criticize a lot when you right or yeah. So those moments where you know we do. I mean, as women, we do we do get hurt. Mm-hmm. In our hurt, we do lash out, right? Um, And then for some of us, we carry that hurt as our coats, like our identity, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And the way we deliver messages and the way we receive messages is all filtered through whatever we've experienced as children. Like you said, you grew up in a household where words were Mm -hmm. just how you, that that was it. Yeah. Um, So now it's like, this is part of my identity. Am I, do I like it? Is that who I'm okay with being? Am I okay with being called that person? Am I okay with being identified as that person? If I'm not, then am I okay with changing? And how do you change that? Yeah. How would you change that? Um, I think therapy is one way. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you know, depending on what your religion is, your faith, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, but even that can be misinterpreted or, you know, through your experiences. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I can say personally, one way that I've kind of dealt with that is through therapy. Okay. I think therapy has been very beneficial in my life, Mm -hmm. being able to have somebody else point out, you know, the blind spots that I obviously can't see. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just remind me that I am who I am. Mm -hmm. 
I can be my authentic self mm-hmm. with just a little tweaking. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. So. It doesn't change the whole use. Just, you know. Just little parts. Improvement. Because there are, everybody I think has a level of brokenness. Yes. You can't control the family you were born into. Mm-hmm. What, you know, was seeped into your spirit as a child, as a young adult, what mm-hmm. you were exposed to mm-hmm. and how that comes out and impacts your world. So yeah. we all have that level of brokenness yeah. and areas to improve on. Mm-hmm. And the way you can't control it is by making those small tweaks, those small adjustments right. that you're going on. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think it's been just lately it's been the Bible just reading, you know, reading, okay, well, communicate in love, you know. Mm-hmm. Um just you know correct someone in love be humble because that it, you know be humble when you are confronting someone um about the sin about their sin because it might be you next you know the, literally the bible says that it's just like okay mm-hmm. you know you're pointing something out make sure that you're humble in that um so things like that i'm just like, okay well i'm gonna practice that right i'm gonna practice the fruits of the spirit i'm gonna try to be gentle i'm gonna try to you know do all these things mm-hmm. um because this is the way i've been doing it I can't keep going like that, you know? Because yeah. imagine if we grow up, we raise kids... The same way. The same way that, you know... So imagine if you you're, you have a broken identity or you're not sure in your identity or it's a bit faulty and you're raising someone, a child, especially a young lady... Through that same you know, through that, So it's gonna, it's, it could be tough. Yeah. So. What do they say insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting, but expecting... Yeah. yeah different so result. you got to do something different. You do yeah. have to change it up. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. Do you think, I mean, I, there's some people who I think, um, don't have that level of introspection though. Mm, they just, yeah, they just don't care. They don't care. I am who yeah. I am. Like, what do you, what do you Can't want me do to nothing about it. Yeah. Right. What if one of your friends was like that? What do you, would she be a friend of yours? She probably would not be okay. because I believe <laughs> that, you know, we all have to grow. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around someone who wants to stay stuck in their ways. Okay. You know, of course, now they are the stubborn ones. Yeah. But at least they're willing uh-huh. to learn something new or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, won't you try this next time? Soft try it this way next time. Or yeah. be a little bit more direct when you're asking for this instead of going around the bush. Because, oh. girl, I'm not going to know what you're saying. By the time you come back around, I'm you know, asleep. Right. <laughs> Let me <laughs> know what long. you need. So, thankfully, most of my friends are like that. They mm-hmm. want to evolve and, and change mm-hmm. and also be who they are and mm-hmm. grow. We've all adjusted with each other, adapt, and you know what I mean? Work yeah. around each other's needs. So, I'm blessed in that way. Those that I've encountered that are kind of like what you're saying, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. Well, I'll leave it. Yeah. It's a choice. Great, great, great options. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but what, so you wouldn't like even try to help this fellow female out? You, you would not? I would. Okay. I would. But some people are really just stuck it's in their no. ways. Yeah. Okay. They have to be open, mm-hmm. willing. Just like I have to be as well. Yeah. So it's definitely something that has to, you yeah. know, come from both sides. Yeah, I have a friend who's very much so just stuck. Um, and I don't try, right now I'm not, I don't even try to change. I'm not even trying to like do anything like that. It's more so just a bunch of reflecting. Okay. So if she's upset about something and if she's mad about something and I'm like, <laughs> Uh, girl, it's not that big of a deal, you know? Mm-hmm. You're turning a, a mustard seed into an oak tree. Like, mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, oh, well, you, you're you just really upset. 
okay. Yeah. It's okay to be upset. Right. Don't just take it out on me. Yeah. Um, so those, like, little moments, because, I mean, honestly, it's all situational. So there are people who hate being told, like, what you're doing is horrible. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, this is just unacceptable as your friend. Mm-hmm. And there are others who are like, okay, you know, I'll listen, but I'll return back to what I was doing. Yeah. You'll check me again. I'll listen, and I'll go back. Um, but I just hope in the future... That, you know, prayerfully mm-hmm. said friend changes. Yes. Because, you know, friendships, you know, can run their courses. They can. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, is it worth it? I hope that works out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, there's people like that, so. You did mention something before with, like, identity and women. hmm What do you think about the said word comparison? Because we do it so much. Mm-hmm especially as women. Yeah. And we look to the other side and we see someone doing something, we're like, why am I not doing that? Mm-hmm. That should be who I am. Mm-hmm. And then you try to like change yourself or add on to your life or do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever it might be, whether it's a relationship, you see your friend or mm-hmm. you see a stranger on social media, living mm-hmm. it up with Bay, mm-hmm. traveling. And so you're like, that should yeah. be a part of my identity. My so day? I need to go find someone. As soon as possible. Swipe my credit card, go on a vacation. Take a trip. (laughs) Go on a vacation. Snap some photos. Yes. Mm -hmm. How do I feel about comparison? Yes. I absolutely hate it. Mm. I hate, hate it. To the point where I, when I see so much of the same thing, Mm. I get so weary. Mm. You know, because it's it's like, okay, we get it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. So and so went here and did this. I gotta go do it too. Or she's doing that. Or she's. I have to go do it too. I highly dislike it. I grew up in a house with women. Yeah. Um. So when I was younger, my mom used to always say like, "You can't compare yourself to your older sister. She's dealing with whatever else she's dealing with. That's her life. Her like, don't compare yourself to said person. Mm-hmm. You you guys are not in the same boat. Right. And if my mom was able to tell me that as a child with my sisters who, you know, comparison could be real big in families, you yeah. know? Um, and she, if she was able to, like, you know, make sure that I remember that, um, then how much more now with friends? Right. I would love, I would rather all of my friends or companions be someone who I'm not. Because it's like, oh, it's a whole new, you know, you get you get together with some people and it's just like, it's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't see things the same. We don't, you know, interpret things the same way. Mm-hmm. And if I was to compare myself to you, that means I'm like, either, when I see, when I think about comparison, I see myself as like dimming my light yeah. to make somebody else's light shine brighter. What's the point? Right. You know, what do you think about comparison? I think it cheapens your yeah. walk you know yeah. what I mean because it's like well what do you not like about yourself so much that yeah. you need to compare or you need to wish for somebody mm-hmm. else's life or what they have mm-hmm. and I mean I'm not gonna lie we all get caught up oh, in yeah. it at some point like I I've really definitely or <laughs> 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 I really want a BMW that you would know? be great oh, and it was at like I'll use a car for a perfect example okay. so for me graduating out of high school a lot of my friends got ca- cars as their graduation gift mm-hmm. Uh, parents didn't have money for that. They yeah. were like, you're going to school. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick you up from the bus stop. Okay. <laughs> My bus. <laughs> Smart trip. <laughs> so I was on the bus uh-huh. and all my friends that I graduated with, for the most part, all got 
new cars. Yeah. So I was like, dang, my life sucks. Like my parents don't Whoa. care about me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But how do I know if they were cashing out loans while my parents for were vehicle. paying for my yeah. education right. so I don't have to deal with loans mm-hmm. and I could buy a car with my salary in a couple years. Yeah. One. Then I had my car for a couple years, mm-hmm. rode it to the end. Two thousand one Honda Civic. Yes. Honda's last Solid. forever. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I see to my left SUV. Well, what you do? Yeah. I see to my right, yeah. Lexus. Wait a second. How what am I doing? And I'm in my late 20s. Uh-huh. I don't, like, this is not possible. Right, <laughs> right. I, You know, so you compare yeah. then the relationship piece. Wow, so-and-so's getting engaged. Yo. So-and-so is in a relationship. Yep. So-and-so found this person in an instant and I'm here going through the dating process Uh struggles Uh what's wrong with me why blah 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 so it really can mess you up Mm -hmm. and really question your existence almost definitely when I was in high school I think I I used comparison was like my Achilles heel in Mm. high school where I was just comparing all the time Mm -hmm. people were in relationships I mean you watch Love and Basketball and you're like oh no right <laughs> I need to be Monica. Um, I mean, all these things, and then it got to the point where it was just like so draining. And then I remember one of the girls who I was just like, "Oh my gosh, she's goals." Um, she graduated ahead of me. I didn't even know what, what she went on to do with her life. Right for a while, I didn't know. I graduate, go to college, da da da, come back. She already got like five kids, mm. and I said, "Wait, wait, wait! You were comparing yourself." To goals. To that. That was goals for that you. That was goals. And wow, man, what did you think about yourself when you were younger? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that to me was like a wake up call, like, yo, you gotta chill. Yeah. Because you never know one what the person is going through to get what they are, to get wh- yep. where they are. Yeah. You never know where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And if you're constantly comparing yourself to them, it's like, are you, you act like you have nothing to bring to this world. Right. And it's like, what are you doing also to get to that point? Mm -hmm. Sure, you might see someone that, you know, got their master's or Mm -hmm. got their PhD or Mm -hmm. has this nice car and that's great for them. But what are you doing to get what you want? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to put in those hours of um, studying to pass those classes to get that degree? Are you Mm -hmm. ready to save up that money diligently Mm -hmm. to get that car? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to put in the work that our relationship requires? Are you saving? Like, what are you doing? I feel like Comparison puts, you know, your eyes on somebody else, mm-hmm. but you need to look at you. At the end of the day. Like, you in your lane, your grass, Yeah. what are you doing to water it? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to make movement? Yeah. Otherwise, I feel like comparison is just distracting you from your course. Yeah. yeah. And imagine, you know, if you're always comparing yourself, you're, you know, I look at it as also delaying what God has for you. Mm. You know, if I'm spending myself, sister so-and-so was doing this and I want to do that too and I'm completely focused on somebody else's plan, somebody else's purpose, mm-hmm. you know, that I fail to realize my own, mm. to me, it's like, imagine the trumpet sounds, Jesus is, you know, hey, what's up, y'all, I'm back. And you're like, well, wait, 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 wait. I had so many things sister to Sister so-and-so do. said that, you know, but what about you? Sister so-and-so not right there. She's, yeah, she isn't. Yeah. I just so for me, I'm like I can't. It's a it's a struggle every day. Let's be honest. Yep. Um, it's a struggle every day to make sure that I keep my eyes on my in my lane. Yep. Um, it's a struggle every day to make sure that I'm not, you know, 
being nosy about whatever what so-and-so has going on it's mm-hmm. a struggle every single day but after a while when you're practicing it you know you get used to it mm-hmm. you get used to be like okay great like I was, I'm going to celebrate the wins around me yep. I'm going to be there if you're falling and if you're you know mm-hmm. slipping but at the end of the day I'm not going to sit there and compare because the grass isn't always greener never. and you never know what that person's path might bring them. You yeah. don't know what trials they're going to go through later. Mm-hmm. You don't know what trials they've been through to right. get to where they are. Yeah. And so you just can't compare because everybody's story is different. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine, you know, being able to, having such a a, a God-given purpose and a God-given plan yeah. and God depositing so much in you and you're spending your, you're spending your time, you know, focus on somebody else's identity. Saying it's not good enough. Yeah. Almost. It's like a slap in God's face for real. Let's it be is. honest. You know, God, you have given me so much, but what she has is better. It's better. You, you like, kind of like went in your pretty you bag do? for her. Yeah. What, she went your, to your uh, thrift store bag for me. <laughs> Where's my Kate Spade bag? Not the thrift store bag. <laughs> Where's my no. coach? Like, I need my Louis. Okay? I'm tired of these Target brands. Go. Oh, my God. So, you know, it's tough. But, you know, as women, I think we need to work... I think that's the one thing for me I need to work on is just continuing to um, train my mind not to compare. Yeah. Because if that's the case, I mean, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it comes to your identity and your worth, I guess, you know, the two kind of go hand in hand. What you think about yourself. Do you feel like you're good enough? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're worth it? But what about the roles we play Mm -hmm. as a career woman, as a sister, Mm -hmm. as a daughter, as bae, Mm -hmm. you know? Does that really define who we are or is there something else? Uh... I think partly, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very proud to be a sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, my sisters are not ride or die. Literally yeah. riding or dying. <laughs> so that to me is definitely a part of who I am. And I think it also makes, you know, adds a little tax on my worth, right? Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And if anything, my career, I love it. You know, it makes me who I am too. Um, it definitely defines the way I look at situations and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, like worth and my identity, I tried to base all of that though, found like foundation in Christ. Yeah. So I might, it might be difficult some days. It might be easy other days, but mm-hmm. I just try my best to, you know, who does God say that I am? Right. Um, and how am I implementing that? And how am I, well, I may not feel, you know, like the righteousness of God in Christ, but mm-hmm. today I'm going to try my best to be that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I try to make sure, you know, God, whatever you want me to say today, you know, let me say whatever, whoever you want me to minister to today, let me minister to them. Um, mm-hmm. That's the prayer I try to pray every day, like ordering my steps, only because if it was left in my hands, I could be just chilling. <laughs> you just yeah. do whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, definitely your roles definitely play a huge role in your worth. Um, but for me, it's just finding my worth in Christ. What about you? I would agree foundation, like baseline, mm-hmm. who I am in God. You know, Proverbs thirty one ten has always spoke to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because a lot of things can come and go. Yeah. That career won't always be there. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're not always going to feel like it. Feelings mm-hmm. come and go. And that shouldn't dictate or determine your identity or your worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the different roles, like identifying as a daughter or a sister mm-hmm. or best friend or girlfriend or whatever it is, I do feel like that plays a role. Um, I wouldn't say it like adds on to my worth because even with some of those roles, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you don't feel worth it in those areas or there are certain things maybe in my family that I choose not to identify with mm-hmm. because it was hurtful or mm-hmm. it was it's not a part of who I am now because yeah. of, you know, whatever growth and what I've become now. So that kind of goes up and down. but. Yeah. It does serve its purpose Mm -hmm. in who I am, but I would definitely say God. Yeah. Are there roles that you have identified in or as that have hindered your growth and your identity and your worth? Um, definitely. I would say roles. Hmm. I would say my role as like somebody's bae has mm-hmm. hindered me in the past okay. because I wasn't supposed to be that person's bae. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it really stopped my progress and okay. just kept me being the same. Yeah. Um, it distracted me. Mm-hmm. It didn't really add anything to my life. Yeah. It took away. Yeah. So that definitely hindered me. I would say maybe past issues, you know, family cycles yeah. that are hard to break have hindered me. Mm-hmm. And so consciously and intentionally telling myself you are not that person you are not what your father went through your mother Mm -hmm. went through your sister went through Mm -hmm. you don't have to bring that with you this is who you are in god this is the new story you're creating change the narrative you know what i'm saying i've had to practice like telling myself that everyday Mm self-talk has been huge Mm -hmm. to just change the narrative and change it with what God says, but also what I want to say about my life yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I could so. see I could see a lot of people do have those moments where, you know, when it comes to relationships, I think relationships are like the huge. Woo. Child. Man, um, huge. Yeah. So people definitely <laughs> identify themselves so strongly in certain relationships and in the absence of that, if it's you know, if they're void of that, you know, and you're just standing alone, then it's just like, okay, so So who are you? What are we doing? You know, where am I at? Um, right. But I think it's like you said, it's really important to like identify those things that are harming your worth. Mm. Um, that you consider part of your identity. Mm-hmm. You know, some people might not even consider these things part of their identity, but it is unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And it's harming your worth and the mm-hmm. way that you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like taking the time to say, okay, well, you know, who am I? Like we asked in the beginning of this episode, like who are you? Um, what makes you who you are? Is this a positive thing or is this a negative thing? It's like a list of pros and cons. Like, do you like it? Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to change it? Mm-hmm. Is this something that you want to keep going? Like, what is this, you know, where does it come from? Why do you feel like that? You know, where do you see yourself in the future based on what you have down as identity right now? Yeah. Um, and then what do you see as leaving on this earth, you know, with, let's say, kids or, you know, future generations, like, mm. based on what you have right now. Yeah. Because we can't, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the know. future. Yeah. So, but as for right now, who I am, is that a benefit or is that a deficit? So, that's I think a, about that way. That's a huge one. Yeah. 
the book that uh, speaks to me when it comes to all this that we're talking about is Wholeness. Oh, yes. Yes. Papa Toure. Yes, Papa <laughs> PT. PT Toure. Yes, if yes. you have not heard about this book, we encourage you to go find it now yes. on Amazon and get that because literally it tore me up. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. He gets deep. Too deep sometimes. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to close like, this. I feel my heart scratching because <laughs> yeah. you are piercing through. Yeah. But it's a great book about identity and mm-hmm. like brokenness and what we've seen in the past mm-hmm. and changing the narrative and mm-hmm. what God said. I mean, it just has everything, everything. there. And I think the my favorite part of the book is the fact that he is able to just go back to the beginning. Yep, the root. The root of it all. And it's crazy to think that, like, some people just pacify their past mm. as it being their past, you right. know? But you don't realize that because of what you went through or because of what you encountered, that one moment when that one person said this to you, you didn't think of anything of it, but it you impacted. still hear that voice mm-hmm. later on. It impacted, yeah. So, yeah, get the book, y'all, if it's, you haven't already. It's like your identity is a tree, mm-hmm. and you really have to go down to the roots mm-hmm. because these leaves, yeah. the crumpled ones, mm-hmm. the ones that are bright yep. and nourished, yes. <laughs> the yes. ones that are at the top, the ones at the bottom, the ones that have fallen, yeah. they all contribute to your identity, mm-hmm. and you have to go to the root to figure out why, mm-hmm. if you care to do so if you care to do so that's the big if like if you have to care um if you care about yourself you'll care yes. let's be real if you care about who you are if you care about how you're presenting yourself to people if you care about how if you care to sleep well at night mm-hmm. you know to rest you know and knowing yeah. that i know who i am um i'll recommend the book i recommend doing those like intrinsic just internal talks mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, so who am I? And things like that. So that you don't get caught slipping. Right. A lot of us get caught slipping. We do get caught slipping. You know? yeah. We're not, I'm not perfect. You know, you find out about yourself every day, every single day. Mm-hmm. And they're most of like, Oh, I didn't like that. You know, I didn't like the way I responded to that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the way that impacted me. Why did that impact me that way? Right. And I'm able to make those changes. If I'm actively working to become yeah. who I want to become so and who takes, God has declared. So that takes become. some intention. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Wow. That's, that, I think we covered a lot. We did. We hope you guys like got that all in. Mm-hmm. We hope you can walk away with, you know, some of this stuff and maybe start thinking about who you are, what yeah. you identify yourself with and what mm-hmm. roles you play, maybe how social media has impacted your life. Yes. So as usual, keeping it routine, we got to yes. leave you with a gem. We dropped a bunch of gems <laughs> this episode. Hope you caught some. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gem for today um, is we talked about social media. And one thing that we want you all to work on is just to take a step back from social media and see how your life is impacted. Take a step back from social media media and see how much worth you're placing in social media and then readjust accordingly mm-hmm. so that's the gem for this episode and maybe while they're taking a step back you guys can also start to ask yourself those questions like yeah. who am i what are my top five things i identify mm-hmm. myself with mm-hmm. uh, what are some areas that i don't like about myself and yeah. how do i want to change that if i want to change I that want to change do that. i want to do i like mm-hmm. it do i not mm-hmm. you know do a little self-talk and if you want to you know go even further like we said, get the book Wholeness yeah. by um, Ture Roberts. That'll be awesome. And then interact with us. Yeah, let us know how that goes. Please, because social media break. Woo. Look, I love a good social media break. <laughs> so I would like I I say 
say, interact with us when you're doing it, how you're doing, mm -hmm. um, and let us know how it goes. Yep, that's a wrap. See you on the next episode, and thank you for tuning in. Girl, how was that episode? Thank you so much for zoning in. We hope you've enjoyed this real conversation about real life and real issues. And remember, girl, Jesus loves you and he says you're worth it. So make sure you own your truth, your voice, and your walk. Don't forget to hit us up and let us know how your week is going. See you on the next episode.